let's clap this off, man. This is going to be a really full dynamite pod. I'll tell you that, and I'll tell you that right now. Now, ready? One, two, three. And welcome back, everybody. Oh, wait, let me put on my headphones. Look at yeah, that. Fuck yeah, oh, dude. Man, talking such a big game. Didn't even have the headphones on. That was about to be an editing. Night yeah, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pot all, all night, baby. Welcome back, everybody, to the most awesome and brandy and a sports podcast coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode 174 for your eardrums. Guys, do us a favor, please subscribe. Leave five stars, tell a friend, shoot us an email at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. I am Brandon, and with me, as always, shimmy behind that microphone, most awesome. Let me just set up. I, mm-hmm. I, I blew past the rest of the audience yep. and, the, and the pod game out there, and I'm going to wow. shimmy, drain a three in your eye. Boom. That's right, exactly. pod pod world. <laughs> That's exactly where I put it. So, you know, yeah, we got um, those guys are back. How's your week been, bro? What's Good been bruh. happening? Good, brah. Yeah. Uh, Got back from a little vacay with the fam, the cousins, the grandparents, all of us ascended on a house and uh, on the lake there on Lake Michigan, took a little time, you know, rest, recoup, so you can see my hair is crazy. Uh, my cheeks are a little chubbier because I was eating <laughs> like, like shit all week, you know, doing what I do. You take care of yourself, bro. Take care yeah. of yourself. No, I mean, in the good way. Get Thank, you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, well, nice, man. You ready to pod? I'm fucking I mean, ready to pod. Usually I like to catch up. I'm just like, oh, we'll tap dance around because do we got enough? Do we not have enough for that hour power? We have uh, plenty. Oh, plenty. Mm-hmm. Yes, guys. Uh, we're doing rip from the headlines. We're doing top 10 current NBA players. We got Mab Beef. I have to rename this Durant Beef or Durant Buffet or something, but uh, Durant's coming back for seconds on this one. Then we got Mavstradamus. We take a look in our crystal ball, see what we're going to see in that future and let you know. We're talking about how these playoffs will change the NBA. Then we're going to hit that MAB inbox. We're going to finish with the Neapolitan showdown. We're doing best sports sound bites. And then we'll finish as we always do with our MVP of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, you're our power. It starts now. current nba players all right so what would you text me bro what'd you hit me up about you uh, no, i just i wanted to get a little clarification so we're talking top 10 this season top 10 in the last few seasons uh and then you know maybe just like we're starting a franchise now who we starting that. that franchise with so yeah right. so that's the big one i think whenever you come to the plate it's just like oh like when you're talking current best players in the league like it always goes back to am i starting a franchise now or do i need to win a series right you know what i'm saying like the best that's the big thing it's just yes like, do i want like Doncic, like someone that has like a lot of years ahead of him like a lot of upside or am i talking about like do i need that playoff experience of like a lebron james or like a stephen curry that can get me that chip right now and not really worried about the age uh, I just kind of did it. I did a little grab bag of both. Uh, I yes, didn't want me too. to. Yeah, I did because I didn't want to do it this year as a standalone because I'm not talking about the MVP race. Uh, and I say we just kind of obviously there'll be some overlaps. So I think we'll just have to jump in there. I think I'm going to have let you go through your list since you are the talent. Ooh. And then I can kind of weigh in if like places I have things different and kind of update you about that because I do have little little verbiage on some of these guys, little one liners on why I had the people wear it. Uh, so start me off with your 10. Who do you got the 10 spot? You're going to go from, oh, from 10. Yeah. I'm going to go 10. Um, wait, wait, my, wait. Should we, should, we should go 10. Yeah, we should, no, we should go 10, should go 10 to 1. 10 okay. to 1. 100%. Yeah, we know who's going to be in that top three, but what order will be interesting. Okay, so yeah, yes. give me your 10. Ooh, we think we think it might be that that simpatico. Okay, all right. I like it. Uh, I might shake him up right here, right out of the gate. I'm going LeBron <laughs> at 10 right now. 36 uh, years old. Yes. All right. So am I starting a franchise now? I'm going to get a 36 year old LeBron. So you're definitely uh, taking, you're definitely taking the franchise angle on this one. Cause I, this is, this is so funny. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, we will have different lists. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. LeBron was my number one. Oh shit. Like just cause, it, and I took it from this, like it's a little form of respect, but it's like to be the King, sure. you have to dethrone the King. He's super close to being dethroned. Like he's this is my, off. this is my whole point is, is injured this season. 
you know, so you you think this is the you think we're in the middle of the dethroning? I think I think Coming. we're I think we're coming down. I Got think we're coming down, and it's it's no look. He's one of the top three greatest players of all time. I'm not gonna slight him anything on that, but in this in this context right now, we're talking about a 36 year old LeBron James mm-hmm. who got swept by the Suns. Couldn't carry. This is not the LeBron of the. I don't Cavs. think it was a sweep. I don't think it was a sweep. Was it? I four think they one? won four. In a, yeah, I think they won four in a row. But I don't oh, know. yes, you're right. You're right. Yes, yes. They they got. Uh, the, you're right. You're right. Sure. I mean, a little. I mean, they did put up at when again, but you know, you, you you're right. But point. this is but this is he couldn't. This is not the LeBron where he's going to carry the Cavs to the finals and carry these like limping teams where he's the best player. Uh, he was a little dinged up. The ankle was a little there. So I think, you know, this is why I'm putting him low on this list right now. Cause if I'm going, if I need to win a series, um, you know, I'm not going to get beat out by uh, DeAndre Ayton and, and, uh, and Mikel Bridges against LeBron. No, that's a point. Yeah. yeah, thousand percent. And I think that's a good point. Cause I literally said, you have to dethrone him. And what's more like, <laughs> there's not much more of a dethrone than knocking you out in the first yeah. fucking round after ripping yeah. off four in a row. Uh, okay. Fair enough. Uh, who's, who's your 10? Who's your time? Um, we'll get in there. I'll see if they're okay. well, I, right. I have, um, well, maybe I just don't, we're going right. to get you. Yes. Like, yes. Like yes. Golden Bay and then like you say, yeah. but um, okay. I think once we get into like the five spots, I'll, I'll mention any players that okay. I where it's at. Uh, and we can post these on Instagram. You know, we always say that during the pod. We'll see. Sure. Um, who do you got in the ninth spot? Uh, my ninth spot, Damian Lillard. It's going to be turning 30. Uh, I had a great season can, can carry a, a team when he gets hot, but I don't have him in some of the elite, like, Yes, yes, we know he can. He can score. He can carry a team uh, in the regular season, but um, I, I need to see. Aside from one season, he's been swept in the first round of the playoffs, like pretty consistent. Not swept, but he's been knocked out in the first round pretty consistently, uh, except for I think it was like 2018 uh, or 19, where he you know made a made a little bit of a run there and he knocked out uh, the Thunder there early and waved goodbye with Dame time. That was great, but. That's a one-off. I need more consistency. I need to see it a little bit more. So that's that's my nine. Hundred percent. And uh, so I Damian Lillard's my seven. I am on okay. there. Uh, I think we're pretty close to the same reasons. Um, yeah. Love watching him play. Like great regular season player. And it doesn't mean he's not a great postseason player. It's just the NBA that we're in right now. You need like that second guy. I think he's got obviously enough scoring, uh, a, a high enough scoring ceiling to be that number one. Because that's essentially what we're talking about. With the number one, somebody that can create his own shot. Someone yep. that's like you shoot from the fucking logo and he's definitely got that in spades so it's just kind of needing that second guy that pulls a little bit of the attention that he can kind of lean on that he doesn't have i think once he has that like it's going to be a lot more seeing damian lillard in prime time and a lot more talking about him for sure for sure uh my number eight i'm gonna go with joel Embiid and my number eight spot at him uh, at 10. he had him at 10 yeah, yeah. And, here, and and i'm glad to see you know because i i went back and forth on this because i think like all the positives are, are super positive for Joel Embiid, super positive, but there are too many negatives. And we brought it, we've talked about this before. Like I, if I'm starting franchise or I need to win a series, I'm worried about Joel Embiid. I'm worried about his play. I'm worried about his health. Joel Embiid's never played more than 64 games in an NBA season. That's 78% of your season, you know, that he's going to be there for, but not the whole, not, not the whole thing. Uh, he only averages about 32 minutes a game, so he needs rest. Uh, if you look at his stat lines in comparison to the regular season versus the playoffs, there's not much of a jump. And in fact, like his per 100 possession numbers and his per 36 minute uh, numbers go down from the regular season and then the postseason. Um, so yeah, I had him at at, uh, at eight. That's pretty good. Yeah, Joel Embiid. Uh, it looked like you know. By the time we got to the middle of last year, that Embiid could have been this great potential that never never quite happened. Like, kind of mm-hmm. didn't give a shit enough about his conditioning. Mix that with like just the slightly injury prone. If you had to put something on him, and a lot of that's because of the size. Like, we get that yeah. size a lot more. Like, um, maybe injury prone is like too like strong of a word, but got himself in shape this year. Had like had a strong year, and I think yeah. that toughness really helped him too. So it's you know need to see a couple more years like this, and maybe still heading in the right direction to show us that the peak hasn't happened as opposed mm-hmm. to like this potential that's never existed because you know if if this year looked like you know the last couple of years like he's not even on my list you know or at least yes. like you know it's like somewhere like 15 or at least in the top 20 but this year like kind of playing through that the thing that I want to ding him for a little bit like didn't love throwing Simmons under the bus right um, I think I think a real leader 
like somebody that you want. Now we're talking about the locker room side, right? A real leader. Yeah. You got to put that on yourself and, you know, there's more you could do as opposed to, because, you know, I think some teammates, I can guess that let's say like there's a Philadelphia trade up on the table and you're thinking of going to Philly and you're just like, shit, like if I have a tough game, like is like my partner in crime and be just going to like throw him into the bus. And like, am I just like his, his wastebasket now? If like, like the shit he wants to get done is not getting done. Yeah, no, that's a great point. That's a, a interesting point for some of the free agents as, as well too, that might be looking to sign there. Um, that, yeah, I mean, cause those guys were brought up together and it, you know, it is one of those things where you, you've got to be accountable, you know, to yourself, to your, you know, your teammates and, and doing stuff like that is never going to be like, it's never going to win a lot of, or curry a lot of favor, uh, maybe with some of the younger guys on the team, but like, you know, quality veterans, the guys that you're trying to, you know, build around the superstars to win, uh, they're not going to want that. And, uh, and yeah, that, that's a great point. Uh, all right, brother, who do you got at uh, your seventh spot? Number seven, this is where it starts to get hard. This is where it gets very hard. But I'm going to know number seven, Jason Tatum. Uh, he's been unbelievable for the Celtics. Uh, he's raised his game in the playoffs. He was amazing in that net series. Uh, even though they didn't win it, he was great. Uh, again, talking about like improving, you know, they went to the Eastern Conference final in the bubble year. Uh, he raised his level in the playoffs there raises level in the playoffs this season as well too only 23 years old i know that's the great like joke of uh of jason tatum they always are like but he's only 19 but he's been 19 for like four years <laughs> right, um yeah. but yeah but jason tatum is like an unbelievable talent and, and he's in that mold that i love where he's six eight he can shoot he can dribble drive he can take down the low block and score like you mentioned he can you need a bucket to win the game He's a great place player to go to to get you that bucket. So, so give me some Jason Tatum. I, yeah, I got Jason Tatum on the outside looking in. Okay. Um, yeah, I still think I think you, this one's for you's leaning a little bit more towards the uh, potential upside starting the franchise. Like, what yep. can this guy get like two or three years from now? I think I was a little bit more um, probably on the not completely opposite end of that coin, but I threw a little bit more of kind of my stake on how I wanted to build my list with had been there and kind of shown me something. Not that he hasn't shown yet, but he's definitely like, you know, still on, you'd put him there at your seventh spot of what he can do as opposed to like what he has done. For sure. For sure. Number six, current league MVP, Nikolai Jokic right here. Uh, he's, he's everything like that. I just talked about with, and beat some of the concerns, uh, good teammate guys love playing with him. Uh, he's raised his level in the playoffs, uh, made a big jump this year. He is 26 years old, plays lots of minutes, plays most of the games, right? He's played more than 70 games, uh, pretty consistently throughout his career. Uh, and I like that he's, he's a, you can run your offense through him, um, you know, and he's going to be uh, careful with the basketball in that pivot spot, right? The thing we we dinged, you know, Embiid on earlier was is he was pretty careless in that uh, in that Atlanta series. Jokic is somebody that like I can I can put out there, and I know he he'll, he'll be he'll be able to be effective without just having to score the basketball. Yeah, so I have um, Jokic. I have on the outside looking in. Okay. Uh, okay. I know that's a little bit of a ding, especially being the MVP. I thought he might show up on your list. Um, I just think with him and the setup now, all the players I have above him could win a chip with just kind of like what they have around him with being a number one. And I just, I don't see that, that Denver team with just Jokic being the centerpiece or being your number one, being yeah. able to like get all the way. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a real valid claim. I mean, you know, Mike Malone, the head coach in Denver has been a little shaky and losing Jamal Murray didn't help. So it would have been, it would have helped his case to kind of go on a run here with Denver that didn't happen. And uh, I hear you. So I'm going to go with my number five, a guy that has done it all himself still in the prime could have made a real push for the NBA uh, MVP this year. Didn't I'm talking about one Stephen Curry at my number five, number five. Yeah. I got Steph Curry at the four spot. Very good. Yeah. And, and all the things is like, I think he's, you know, even though he's 32, 33, 33, he has, I think his game is going to continue to translate. He's going to be murder in the pick and roll with his ability to shoot. I don't think that that's skill that's going to be fleeting. Uh, and we've seen him to put real fear, even still as the, the one man band there in, uh, in golden state of uh, the opposing team. 
uh, especially when he can go on some some hot streaks right there. So plus he's done it. He's won chips. And if I'm building a franchise, I want that veteran, you know, guy who's been there before and is unflappable and under pressure. Yeah, I mean, I, there's just it's not only the potential of what obviously he, like he's shown us what he can do um, as someone that exceeded expectations. Like it kind of reinvented the way we look at that position or at least like that kind of player it can be. I mean, yeah. just kind of like that, that shooting guard, they like can shoot from like so far out, still handle the ball, still be like kind of that, you know, that, that little mouse amongst the trees, but finding a way to finish and like not getting your shot blocked. I wonder how much, what's this, like with Trey Young seen a little bit of Steph Curry? Is that, is that timeline, right? Yeah. I don't know. There's just like something about like the confidence in the lane that I kind of first really saw with, I mean, we're talking like after I, Allen Iverson, when kind of like contact rules change, but just seemed like a lot more just like kind of getting there without necessarily like getting knocked to the floor every time, like maybe like a Dwayne Wade, but just being able to like finish around the basket, like interesting ways to use the glass and just get it done. Yeah. I mean, Trey Young is a, is a great comp to, to Steph Curry, especially with like, his ability to to shoot his his ability to shoot with range and he's he's shown himself to be a crafty ball handler although sometimes we disagree with some of the things that he's doing in there to kind of draw fouls and draw contact but he's but he's you know but i think that comes a little bit of like youth but we we see uh no moment has been too big for trey young right I, I had him on the outside looking in and I was, I, yeah. I, I was conflicted with that because I was worried. And I, am I penalizing him for just this one run? Right. It's been a pretty impressive run. He's had three like game one road victories coming out there. The Hawks have done. I mean, that's super impressive for a 22 year old kid who was almost thought like that the, the trade between him and Luka Doncic, not, they didn't make it, but between Dallas and Atlanta was like this one-sided, like, what are you doing? Like, how did you, how did, how did Atlanta shit the bed? And it's like, oh, well, you know, not, t- not the worst trade that's ever happened between two franchises. I've, I've seen some, some worse ones, but this one's actually starting to, uh, to look a little bit more even than we, than we initially thought. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, he's bringing that energy. Who's your fourth spot? Number four. We can't, give, we can't give Trey Young that much time if he didn't make the top ten list. No, he didn't. Yeah, sorry. Into, I want to say so. But no, no, no. It's all good. No, no. I can't give more time. But he will. I think he'll probably come up in our maps for Domus for sure. If I Ooh. there's my fourth spot, who you got? Giannis, my number four spot. Antetokounmpo, or as you like to call him, Giannis. <laughs> Giannis, I like to hit that hard G, baby. Yeah, baby. Um, yeah, I had him uh, on my list. I had him at eight. Ooh. Um, Little decision making number one. Yeah. Uh, I'll let you go with yours. I'll start off like uh, decision to make the three. He's obviously fighting that temptation, looking a little bit better in this series. Uh, I yeah, I think he's still teetering on that. Is he enough by himself to get the championship done? I but honestly, if there's, I like the way his confidence in his drives and how he can get to the hoop. And again, like we factor in how many years he's actually been playing basketball, but just kind of that that free throw shooting is uh that's a that's a fucking problem. That's, yeah, if you're a big man, that's a that's a big problem. It's a big problem. I, I'm, I'm going to get him in to some some free throw coaching here. Like I said, Giannis, you're taking too long. Three dribbles, get yeah. it up and go. Right. Don't stop thinking about it. Stop letting the crowd get in your head. Uh, I I I I wax and waned on him a ton because he doesn't have an outside shot, and 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 I I Budenholzer doesn't do a great job of putting him in a spot where he can shoot. He takes the worst threes ever, um, but. I love Giannis. I love him so much. I love him as a person. I love him as a player. Like, I think he's a great, like, ambassador for the game. So I, I, I maybe give him a little bit of a higher bump at four. Number three. Number three. Who you got? Uh, I might be giving this guy because I love this guy. I think he's going to be a future MVP. I think he's going to dominate the league here. We saw him huge in that Clippers series. Couldn't get it done. I'm going with Luka Doncic. Luka, whoa. Now I'm really, I'm wondering who leaving off this list yes uh luke donkey yeah um so i heard a good point it's not mine but i think there's a little conversation of when does luca become like is he like a little too much of a stat me guy right now is that like necessary or like is he gonna have to learn a little bit to get the other players involved to actually being able to like win a series in the postseason yeah i mean i think it's too too easy like it's too soon to obviously like put him on like the hot seat where he needs to get this shit together and learn it. Like we're just kind of all watching him go through in real time. And as we saw at the end of that, uh, the Clipper series, like 
they had nothing but like respect and love for him, like all the Clippers and just like, I, he was absolutely fun to watch. So yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see like how he kind of graduates from just kind of this awesome anomaly to actually uh, like leading a team to like a conference finals or a championship. Yeah. I mean, yes, he, the usage rate was, was pretty high 28 shots a, a game in that Clipper series. Um, he did have 10 and a half assists a game, four and a half turnovers so two to one assist to turnover ratio, still divvying it out. Um, yes, I think, I think you could, you could make the claim like, all right, is he, is he playing a little me first or was that just a function of Christoph Porzingis not being able to kind of fill it, um, and, and having a hodgepodge of, of players, um, you know, to have it, I, I, I liken it to like early, playoff kind of having to figure out take your lumps kind of the old school 80s and 90s and and 2000s basketball where it's like lebron and and michael jordan and bird and magic these guys had to to take their lumps early on well maybe not magic he won right away but uh but drink everyone i know you're laughing at that but anyways jordan definitely did and i i i and so did lebron and i think he's in that a little bit whereas talent is he could do everything. So in the playoffs, you feel like you have to do everything. He may have to let go a little bit. Um, but I like what I'm seeing so far. And uh, I think he's, I think he's amazing. Are you wondering who I've left off? No, no, I, no, I, I know who your last two now are, now that I think about it. Now you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah Cause I forgot that your LeBron was on the opposite end of the spectrum. <laughs> I was, for sure. Yeah. Um, Luca, that's great. And like we said earlier, like you're leaning a lot more towards um, building now. And I a hundred percent agree with that. And I know who my number five spot is, which is probably going to be the highest that you didn't leave on here. So we'll get through it real fast. I don't think you had Kyrie Irving on it. I nope. am at five. Um, sure. Which might be like a little unfair. I just, to me, like this guy is number one for, I need, uh, I need a bucket. Yeah. Like, I need to lay up like it, just his ability to slash, like get to the basket, like finish it. Like he's just flat earth or no flat earth. Like he's like, like fun to watch dynamic, I guess um, to the people that wanted to argue against me. Like he did have some time by himself, you know, like when he went to Boston to really make something happen and uh, a little bit of maybe not the best attitude, like force himself out of places um i mean not getting into all his other stuff obviously but sure as, as a basketball player like um like a very solid number two which might have him a little high just i really like i like watching him play yeah he's an amazing basketball player and a gifted ball handler probably the best that's out there like super crafty with a basketball yeah i i had to leave him off because i uh, you know i don't know you know like you were saying like I think yeah, he's a great number two fiddle a lot of places. Right. And I, yeah, I, I, yeah, that, that's basically my, my biggest reason. All these guys, I think, are like numero uno guys. Um, uh, I had Anthony Davis at six. I'm assuming your knock on him is um, street clothes. Street clothes. <laughs> Old street clothes. Not on the court enough and not quite yeah. a number one, also. I guess we're yeah. kind of, or maybe, maybe not even really having that, that alpha dog energy to be a number one. That's the thing, right? Could we could talk about Anthony Davis being like the best, like you know, number two of all time? We'll, we'll talk about Pippen later on, so we'll we'll save that conversation sure. for later. Yeah. Uh, and then I got James Harden. He snuck into my uh, my number nine spot. Yeah, that was just like a like a like a score. Yeah, my my mouth. Uh, the tea, Harden left a little like sour taste in my mouth the way that he forced his way out of Houston, and sure. I you know I didn't really like that uh, a lot, and and I thought it was you know. I know Stephen A. and I both said karma, uh, you know, so putting myself in the same camp of Stephen A. is a little dangerous proposition, but karma kind of got the, the nets a little bit. And, and I think karma got, uh, um, you know, James Harden in this, in this series as well, too. All right, bro. Well, that takes me two through our list. Um, I have a two and a three left. I'm pretty sure we're going to line up with your number one and number two. Why don't you give us your number two? Kawhi Leonard, even yes, though I know sir. I just heard, heard his knee. He's been fucking dominant for the Clippers. He was unbelievable. Uh, I, I love watching his game. He is the Barry Sanders of the NBA and uh, super fun to watch, super talented, can do everything on both sides of the court. He's amazing. Yeah, I think to get on everybody's map also to be as kind of quiet as you are and like hats off to that announcer, like I can get over it. just like my great. <laughs> Quiet, Why losing, <laughs> losing, losing his mind, yeah. going crazy. Yeah, Mike Breen, uh, good job. 
yeah, really funny. Um, but yeah, I think to be kind of that, um, not doing all the endorsement things, like having new balance sheet for your brand or whatever, but still be on everyone's like top three list and just really kind of cement where you are in the league right now is, is even a little bit of a bigger hurdle. And yeah, hats off to him. Uh, number three, for sure. And let's, uh, number two, let's talk about your one spot, bro. We're going to talk about him a lot coming up. You know what? Yeah, we'll go ahead and <laughs> we'll, we'll play a time. Everyone Kevin. knows. Kevin Durant, Durant. Uh, yes. and that brings us to the Durant buffet, <laughs> <Matt> B, <laughs> Kevin Durant series, uh, number two. Okay, so um, Durant versus Pippen this week. Uh, here's Pippen quote real fast. Um, yeah. Talking about Durant, uh, Pippen went on compared Durant to LeBron James, insinuating that LeBron is a far smarter player who wouldn't have attempted the game tying shot at all. We're talking about that uh, that Bucks game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, which was he's not talking about the end of regulation, right? He's no, he's talking about the final end shot. Okay, yeah. yeah, it was uh, a Pippen, tough shot. Yeah, it was a very tough shot. Uh, Pippen says, uh, when talking about LeBron, LeBron's not going to take that shot, he's going to be smarter, he's going to force a double team. That's what KD wasn't able to do. He was so exhausted, he couldn't even get to the bucket. Durant figured one tweet response was not enough. So he comes back with a two tweets, a little <laughs> two for one special. Um, so first tweet is like, did the great Scotty Pippen refuse to go in the game for the last second shot? Because he, he was in his feelings. His coach drew up to play for a better shooter. Yeah. And then um, he comes back again and says, this guy, Scott also wanted to enjoy his summer. So he chose to rehab during the season. LOL. Yo at Scotty Pippen puts his handle right there in the tweet. They followed Phil, not you. So, I mean, Let's not also forget, real quick, Please. that he, I think he recently was seen uh, taking some jumpers in a Tony Kukoc uh, uh, jersey. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. He, so he's went full on Darth Vader, Dark Side, I'm the villain, what's up, come out. Yeah, Anakin Skywalker, I'm cutting your head off, <laughs> let's fucking go. I kind of, I don't know. I Now I'm kind of like, I you know. It's 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 crazy to me that someone can be so obsessed with like, like so, someone close to Kevin Durant's got to turn his Google alerts off, right? I mean, can we just can we can we tell him to go in there and anytime Kevin Durant pops up, like this guy's got to respond? Come on, Kevin Durant. Here's what's going on. So I have a couple notes on this. Yeah. Result was was Kevin Durant like short and chubby in like middle school or something? Did he get like picked on a lot? Like, what's, right. like he, did he, he wear had, glasses in elementary school? Did we not know about this? He has like 1000% like some like Napoleon energy here. And it's yeah. like, here's, here's the thing. Like you don't, that's a, that's you don't amazing. need to, you don't need to respond if you are the best. Yes. If you're not to get noticed, if you're not the best, like you respond to like the haters and the trippers like that. Like you got to stay above this. Like everyone knows you're better than Scottie Pippen and everybody loves Scottie Pippen. Like Scottie Pippen's like, for all intents and purposes, like a decent, nice dude. And right. like Scottie Pippen had a rough enough year. Like that documentary came out. He had the chance to take back the fact that he didn't go in on the last second shot. And do you remember his, his last soundbite? I rewatched that, that series. Oh, did so you? fucking good yeah i rewatched yeah. it uh last weekend it's so amazing but he says like scotty pippen's last quote he's just like yeah it's probably a mistake not going in and then right before they cut he's just like but if i had to do it all over again i'd probably do the same thing and it's just like damn it scotty man. damn it scotty all you gotta do is apologize and it's like went through some like some public divorce or something like you just have to if you're responding to something it means that you're overcompensating or you feel like you need to be in this conversation so you're either trying to elevate yourself up to that conversation or you're reducing yourself down and he's reducing like he's getting in the muck with everybody like he got in with um jackie mcmullen who was on the bill simmons podcast and she was just talking about how he probably wants to win three championships. And then she was just like, yeah, there's just something, there's this chip on his shoulder. And I just don't think he's ever going to be happy. And he tweets about Jackie McMullen. And she's like, she's talking like she knows me. Like she doesn't know me. She is not my friend. And it's just like, man, like relax. The media is going to talk about you, bro. Like you can't fucking yeah. You can't, yeah. Like, you... edit everyone's like comment about you and just come with everything. Man, you're going to drown. Yeah. It, it, yes. You, drowning is the perfect the perfect adjective because because it it is you know it is swallowed up people whole right this like constant like obsession about you know talk about like the britney spears is right to go with like the child star analogies and like where everybody's constantly talking about me i'm the center of, of everybody's attention and i have to like constantly like you know uh, stand up for my public persona just be the best basketball player you know there is something to be said for being an NBA player 
can be just an occupation. It can be just your job. You can turn your phone off. You cannot listen to all the haters. Not like you said, reduce yourself to the lesser, you know, opinions that even if you don't, you know, if that's what you think these people are, they, that you think that they don't know what they're talking about and you can go and you take, can take your enormous salary and all your other things and, and focus on something that might be a little bit more meaningful to you. Do we know, like, what's, I, I we know he loves his mom I mean, from his MVP conversation. Like who else in his, is in his life? Like whoever's in Kevin Durant's life, can you sit there and say like, Hey, Kevin, none of this shit matters. It, yeah, they're just I mean- fucking words. Nobody cares about what scotty pippen is going to say it he's just clout chasing a little bit trying to get in on the kevin durant conversation jackie mamullen that's her job as a reporter she's gonna fucking talk on it and the more you do shit like this the more like it's good the stink is gonna eat the tail no pun intended right it's yeah. going you know what i mean like, like yeah yeah it seems like he's like absolutely incapable of taking advice with this chip on his shoulder. Don't get, let me just point out one last thing. It's just like, so let's go through our top 10 list real fast. You had Steph yeah. Curry, like Steph Curry loved, like Kawhi Leonard loved, like Anthony Davis, like loved, Giannis loved, like yeah. James Harden loved, like Damian Lillard loved. All these dudes are loved and, and there's probably are like haters and retractors, but there's just, there's so much just adulation that Kevin Durant could get bathed in if he just like, tuned out all the other bullshit like he has to realize like plenty of like lebron was told to shut up and dribble like there's a whole like news station that doesn't there's a whole like voting faction that hates lebron james and it's just like you can't that's just gonna happen like the bigger you get like that's just gonna i hate a steph curry and he changed my mind he still chews on his fucking mouthpiece but even like i came right. over it's just like there's all this love out there for you man like katie there's all this fucking love just because like people love the game and they love watching fucking play it and it's just like for some reason like that's not enough like he wants to like submit exactly who he is to like every point in every brain. And it's like, brother, like that's, you just, I mean, you're going to collapse from exhaustion. That's going to make you a lot more exhausted than, you know, fucking a double overtime. <laughs> like, yes. And like hundred percent series on the road where like, you've got no boys though. Like that ain't kill you. Like you can dig deep for that. Like you are fucking, like you said, chasing the stank on the tail on that one. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the, it, 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 you know, it is like a, uh, your your public opinion public opinion of you is like water you cannot grab the, the tighter you squeeze it the more it's going to slip through your fingers you're not going to be able to to control the narrative about everything you need to just find whatever it is look you need Stuart Smalley in your life right Kevin Durant you're good enough you're smart enough and gosh darn it people like me okay we like you Kevin we like you yeah this is a Kevin Durant pro podcast we love hell you, yeah we love, we love you brother we, we get we get haters there's I think there was like one person that listened to our podcast somewhere that didn't like it one time, or maybe didn't finish the entire podcast. I don't know. Theoretically, theoretically, I mean, it's never, out of 174, there's going to be somebody that didn't like it. I haven't yeah, found them because I blocked them all. Come for <laughs> We don't block them. Um, all right, inbox. Let's hit a little bit, bro. All right, um, Brood X Bowl, Brood Times Bowl, Brood X. Brood X is the name for the big generation of cicadas due the spring of 2021, just as in. 2004 we said 2004 that's how we said those back then um so who, do you, who do you think i said it exactly like i didn't i did not sound like an alien when i said that 2004 uh so this is 2004 versus 2021 teams all right 2021 tampa bay bucks versus the 2004 new england patriots who do you think wins? so the current the current box right 2021 would be this season oh yeah that's a good point yeah that's a good point. Okay, so yeah, okay. they're the unproven bucks. But I mean, to to be fair, yeah, to be fair, they've they've they brought everyone back. That's funny. Yeah, to, to be fair, I do think coincidentally enough, this is the team with the record of bringing back like the most Super Bowl starters. Yes, exactly. So so to to be fair, versus the the '04 Patriots. So Tom Brady. Yep, I looked these up. Uh, so that was the Ooh, they played the Patriots. That's when the world saw Janet Jackson's nipple. Oh, um, we talked about that. There's a field goal. Uh, the game was tied up 29. Vinatieri hits a um, hits a field goal to win it. I mean, the, the Patriots lost two. I think they were 14-02 that season. Let me. I'm looking it up right now. Drink everybody. Yes, 14 and two. You're correct. 17 and two altogether. Yeah. So, do I want a younger Tom Brady or do I want the current Tom? But I don't know. Like, uh, it seems like the weapons on this Bucks are a little bit. Um, offensively this is a better team i'm trying to think defensively i'm trying to think we had vrabel and mcginnis and rodney harrison 
like as like the the premier Teddy Bruschi, right? These are like the the consummate or consummate uh, you know Patriots defenders, right? Yeah, I think this might be a better defensive team. This would be an interesting matchup, like Bucks offense versus Bill Belichick in his prime with like Patriots players, you know, throwing heat. Yeah, that's true. So I'm probably going to go with the, um, yeah, so 2004 Patriots. I'm just really trying to think if they were like as dominant. Although I don't think these Buccaneers were definitely like as, I'll go 2004 New England. I'll go, I'll go 2004 Patriots. Even it's really hard with like the rule changes and stuff, but if we're just dropping players and I'm going to stick with them just because, um, I mean, remember this, this Bucks team had to win a road playoff game. Like their regular season wasn't as, I take a little bit of the regular season to a Bucks team I haven't seen before. Okay, they didn't turn in, tune into the podcast for us to break down this matchup for like 25 minutes. I'm something we'll never see the end of. Uh, I'll go. I'll go 2004 New England Patriots for this. Um, yeah, I, I'll I'll do the same. The the Bucks defense really kind of heated up towards the end. Uh, I think the, they'd be able to put up a lot of points here. You know, the, the two 2021 Bucks. We're not really sure. The 2020 Bucks kind of tail of two Bucks. First half of the season, not as not as hot as it was towards the end of the season. Give me the 14 and two run through that gauntlet, the 2004 Patriots. Okay. Um, now we're doing the 2021 Baylor Bears versus the 2004 Yukon Huskies. I looked up these Husks. Um, Rashad Anderson, Hilton Armstrong, Jason, uh, Josh Boone, Judah Brown. Basically, it was a bunch of non NBA players with just the height. And speed. Oh, you're that. leaving off Ben Ben Gordon and and Emeka Okafor. Oh, uh, Ben Gordon, yeah, there he is. Yep, yeah, there, the, no, yeah, Emeka Okafor, number two overall. Ben Gordon, I think four overall. Oh, because these and, were in alphabetical order. I wanted him in in starter order. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, yeah, Ben Gordon. Yeah, I was like, I was like, that's an interesting place to start <laughs> the, the <laughs> fucking role player off the bench. This is this is your starting five, Brandana guys. That's why I never claim to be the talent. I never will be because I ain't. Right, right. They also had Charlie Villanueva, who's a top freshman off of this. Yeah, uh, I think I would go. They have a lot of size, right? So to your point, you're leading into that versus the Baylor team, which was predominantly guard oriented, right? With Jared Butler, uh, Macy Oteague, and Davian Mitchell, and then they have like Mark Vitale, the six five power forward, Flo Thamba, and then uh, the the guy, the guy they brought off the bench, bench with the mullet, Mayer. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so wait, you're going with 2004 Huskies? Absolutely, all day. Six yeah, NBA, I mean, six NBA players on that roster all together. Ben Gordon Jr., Emeka Okafor. Emeka Okafor. People forget how dominant fucking Emeka Okafor was as like a like a small ball center, four and a half blocks a game, double double. Uh, you know, famously picked had a bad back, didn't pan out in the NBA, and and Dwight Howard, who's still playing. Uh, was the number one overall pick, so it was the right choice to to take him. But Mecca Okafor was fucking dominant. Mecca Okafor, Mecca, 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 reminds me of that. Um, what was that like? The genie in Pee Wee Herman's Playhouse. Mecca, like a high, Mecca Heine hell. That's it, buddy. Um, okay, so last one for this email. Man, this hour of power just on this email. All right, we don't know who will win the NBA Finals yet this year, but predict the winner and square them off versus the 2004 Pistons. Um, okay, well, this year is getting closer to, and I think this was my second choice. Uh, what you obviously love the 2004 Pistons. I think 2004 Pistons were like one of the first like finals that I watched like every game for. Uh, yes. of, I just watched fucking Trey Young do his Trey Young thing, drawn contact. Yeah, I gotta get old. Um, <laughs> we'll say, oh yeah, we gotta do. We didn't do Mapsterdamus. Maybe I moved that in a different order. Um, so I'm gonna think. I, I think the Suns are gonna win this year. And I would take the 2004 Pistons. 2004 Pistons. I just I love that starting lineup. This is the this is a consummate team. I love this like Most five guys five or something. Like it was just yeah like every like a perfect comp like puzzle piece. Like it was just all Chauncey Billups, Rip Hamilton, Tayshawn Prince, who was yep. super underrated, Rashid Wallace and Ben Wallace, unfucking believable. Larry Brown, who uh, uh, Rashid Wallace called pound for pound LB. Larry Brown, LB, pounds, pound for pound. Love like it. it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what we're talking. Okay, Um, next email. Let's go uh, hippie. Did you ever own and wear a tie-dye <laughs> shirt or anything else tie-dye? Um, I'm sure, I'm, I don't remember wearing tie-dye shirt. 
Uh, but I'm for sure I've, I've worn a tie dye shirt. I, 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 you can't make 42 years growing up in the eighties and nineties without wearing tie dye. Yeah. The you just math can't. There. Yeah. The math, the math there would have to be, you got to play the odds. Um, I, so I remember making tie dye shirts like in middle school as a project. And then I also yes. kind of remember doing it in high school for one time. So it's like definitely went on, but I think we kind of came out of an era where people were kind of done with tie dye, where it's kind of like on its way out as opposed to now where it's kind of like retro to throw in a tie dye. Yes. I don't know. Also like. We just <laughs> went on, we just went on a vacation and my two commission 2.0 both got like tie dye esque hoodies and pullovers as their we always like they, they always like to get a little uh sweatshirt or you know t-shirt from the city that they're in they're oh, at that okay. age i think okay. that's fun yeah yeah so it's um yeah i would say yeah you want to catch me like i'm not a pot guy everyone knows that it knows me yeah i talk about a lot of drugs on this podcast but if you were like pass on grass don't really listen to uh <laughs> the grateful the dead, grateful dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah of course Fish, I was pass <laughs> no thanks um, okay, we'll go on the last one. Simon Ball, if you're a billionaire and decorating your mansion, what would be the one piece of sports memorabilia you would want displayed on your house? So I did grab for us the most expensive sporting memorabilia of all time is a list. Ooh. Um, I'll just go through. You guys can look this up at you know, Google most expensive sporting memorabilia of all time, and you'll find something. Uh, but the top five are we have the original Olympic Games manifesto. 8.8 million. Babe Ruth 1928 to 1930 jersey, 5.64 million. Babe Ruth 1920 jersey, 4.42 million. James Naismith 1891 rules of basketball, 4.3 million. And then um, Daniel Adams rules of baseball, 3.26 million. So I would take the rules of basketball if I had to put some. Here's yeah. what I originally wanted, but I couldn't find. So I would definitely do rules of basketball. I wanted to do something NFL because you know I'm an NFL head for sure. Like for sure. For sure. But there's like the Vikings don't have any great moment. Right. Like I saw like the 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 Flate Gate football was on sale, but it's like I don't want like that's just like that's not about the game. So I was like, right, right. You you don't want yeah you don't want the golf club that you know Ellen Woods hit Tiger Woods over the head with. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The car. Yeah, exactly. I don't want I want sports equipment used for actual sports. Right. Uh, I thought about. If this was, I don't even know if this is, I Googled it for a while and then I was like, fuck it, let me prep for the pod. But like um, the baseball bat that Babe Ruth called a shot with and hit the home run. If that oh, yeah. Circulation. That would be dope because it's just like, oh, you know, Barry Dan, he, like, he likes to call his own shot and kind yeah. of like a conversation piece for sure. What'd you get, bud? Oh, uh, I love it. I, um, I, I was in that same vein and I even looked it up to see if it's out there. It's not. There's a lot of suspicion that somebody has it. Give me that miracle on ice puck. Oh yeah, absolutely. Where were uh, those? Do people not realize the moment? Like I assumed, like there has to be like an Olympic Hall of Fame, right? And then they grab the. Oh yeah, I don't know. Well, so so the the story is on this that because I read a quick article that after Mikey Ruzioni scored the gold to beat the uh, the fucking Ruskies, yeah, I said it. <laughs> no problem. Uh, still holding on to that one. Yeah. Um, that they flung it into the stands and then these like couple guys grabbed it and it got passed around, but no one can authenticate it to know if it's actually the puck or not. So it's like, it was last sold for like $90,000, but it's, there's no way of telling if it's the real puck. And even yeah, Mike yeah. Ruzioni was like, yeah, I probably should have grabbed that had I known or had I even like thought about it in that moment, but it got like flicked up into the stands and yep, that's where it was. Oh yeah, I guess that is kind of like the hurdle you have to get over is like, is there any way to like prove this is actual the thing? Um, all right, bro, well, let's jump into it. Um, Mabstradamus, did you have another constellation? If you don't get that puck, if you find out it's the fake puck, was there another uh, thing you want to throw up in your house? Uh, oh yeah, give me the um, the the classic, the Honus Wagner, Honus Wagner baseball card, T206. I think yeah. it's currently valued at 3.1-ish million dollars. That's like the OG, like, baseball card baseball card everyone has wanted that yeah that's good one. um okay master Thomas. so let's three things real fast how these playoffs will change the nba three things three things okay. that will change i'm going to go with trey young will force the rules committee to do a deeper dive into mm. this player initiated contact fouling call 
So I think I, I know their first thing was like kicking legs out and this is going to get them in trouble. And hopefully, you know, it's, it's hard to picture this not creating more replay scenarios, but it was like player initiated contact. But, you know, like from what I'm watching, I mean, bullshit stat alert that I'm about to say, but it's like, you know, 70% of Trey Young is like player initiated, like slowing down a little bit or like creating yeah. contact to happen. So I, I don't think it's going to be enough to see the kick the legs out because we're seeing a new version of this with Trey Young. Yeah, the, the stopping like after the pick and roll and like getting bumped into and then flipping the shot is is some of that stuff. And it's and James Harden is is a little bit on that as well, too. Uh, I like that. I'm going to, I'm going to, um, I'm going to bastardize your, your coming from the playoffs. Cause the, the, uh, the lottery selection happened during the playoffs. And so I'm going to, I'm going to amend that. Yeah. Cause my, my Pistons got the number one overall pick in yeah. the NBA draft. So the Pistons are going to draft Kate Cunningham and next year we'll make the playoffs and win their first round Whoa. series. Oh, oh man, yeah. you gotta. We gotta remember that. You gotta. I can we put this? I'm gonna set a snooze alarm on my Gmail to pay yeah. you like me. ten months from now. Just remind me of this prediction. I love. Hell it. yeah! Hell yeah! That crystal ball. You're seeing what you're seeing. All right. Um, this is kind of an easy one, but I'm gonna set it up on a T. Um, after this year, Chris Paul gets his chip, <gasps> so he'll move himself out of that conversation. Of like the, the Barkley conversation. Yeah. yeah. Not the great ones that didn't get the chip, and he finally has his. Barkley snaps his fingers, and he's just like, whatever, I'm rich, and gets himself a hooker to celebrate. That's all these things. Barkley, not. Ah, I like it. I like it. I like it very good. Um, so, I, I see I, I misunderstood from the playoffs. So I'm, I'm, I had one. Now I'm on the fly. They're catching oh, yeah. me on the fly. No, 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 no. Take the one you have. It doesn't matter. Just oh, you take the one I have? Okay. So yeah. Becky Hammond, who is the assistant coach for uh, – for, and actually this could happen after the playoffs too – for uh, the San Antonio Spurs. She won't become the uh, head coach this year, but she will become head coach in 2022 when the Lakers fire Frank Vogel, Jenny Bo- Jeannie Bush, Bus. Jesus, let me take that again. Jeannie Buss, owner of the Lakers, is going to make a big splash. She's going to hire a female coach to be her uh, coach of the Lakers, along with LeBron and AD. Oh, love it, bro. That's a good one. I think uh, that happens in 2022. I'm going to, I got a little dominoes to set too. Um, Giannis does not win a championship with the Bucks. Oh. I think Budenholzer gets fired. I yes. think he would have gotten fired. They're just waiting. It's just kind of one of the things you got to wait it out. Wait it out. <laughs> gets fired. They bring in a new coach. Not quite enough there. Uh, Giannis realizes he's kind of running out of time, really wants that chip and wants to be talked about as like one of the greatest of all time to go with his MPP. So does a little ring chasing and goes somewhere else to find a better fit that kind of is already there. Yeah. Um, my final one. LeBron plays till he's 40 and he passes Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as the number one overall scorer in NBA history in 2024. So yeah, I totally misread your email. (laughs) Does he, um, does he play with his son at all? Do we see a, yeah, we did. We did. That was our last map. Mapster Thomas. He he is signed on with that. We talked about that. We're still on pace for him and Bronny to suit right. up he could he could definitely force someone's hand to draft him i love that you're going all in um all right neapolitan showdown bring us to the jam so let's leave it alone because we can't see eye to eye there ain't no good guy there ain't no bad guy there's only you and me and we just disagree Um, top sports quotes. All right, let me give you a little outline. I, I was on a plane and I took some, I did put some parameters here. Sometimes it's nice to just kind of poke around the parameters and really see what we're talking about or where our head was at. Here's my parameters on the best sports quotes. So I want it in the moment. You yes. know, like I disqualified something. I want some in the moment, like slightly losing your cool that shows us like a real side of you. Yes. Like I, yes. I don't want any Belichick. I don't need any like you're being an asshole sound bites. I didn't want 
I didn't want um, Mike Marshawn Lynch. Didn't want Marshawn Lynch. Didn't want Michael Singletary. Like where he's just like can't win with him. Can't win. I didn't want any yeah. posturing. You know, yes. I didn't want anybody going like soundbite hunting. And you see that sometimes, like people saying things and they're just trying to get out there and do it. And um, like I didn't want to do cringeworthy. Also, like I wasn't into that. Like what's it? What was your Lions? head coach like he got lost in the middle of his quarter he's like we're gonna like we're gonna go for their heads and then we're gonna like oh yeah we're gonna bite with them we're gonna go we're gonna we're gonna take it we're gonna bite him in the kneecap and we're gonna take him in the again we're gonna come up we're gonna get a little hunk of thigh next and then we're just kicking we're gonna and that might be a hip and then they're not having their hip flexors now they're favoring a leg we're gonna get knocked down again yeah do a fucking game of operation it's just like they're gonna take that funny bone out and they're gonna collect a fucking forty dollars then then all the players know the knee bones connected to the leg bone uh did you have any yeah so stayed away from motivational also like i didn't want any like today's the first day of the rest of your life or any shit like that or like you miss fucking 50 percent of the shots that you don't take yeah uh, all that stuff you miss I, we're so this one i'm we're simpatico on because all up. the ones are in the moment close bordering on is this guy going to like totally lose his shit right now yeah, or doesn't. has he lost his shit so uh, but yeah, I stayed away from like, and I also stayed away from like the, the standard, like the, the practice we are, everyone knows this one, you know what I mean? Like the Allen Iverson or the, oh, yeah. you know, if they want to crown his ass, crown his ass, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah I say crown his ass. Uh, practice is my number one. Uh, oh <laughs> no. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> We're almost sympathetical. No, I'll get into it right now and just reveal my number one and see if you can catch up. Uh, the, the thing I like about this is we all know the quote. It's like, we're sitting here. I'm supposed to be the franchise player. We're here talking about practice. I mean, listen, we're talking about practice, not a game, not a game, not a game. That's three times out of the game. We're talking about practice, not a game. That's fourth time. Not the game that I go out there and die for play every day at loss. Not the game. We talked about practice, man. So it's, um, it's definitely one idea <laughs> wrapped up in yeah. uh, a lot of sentences. The only like, uh, there was like rumor that he was like hammered for it, which I thought was really funny. Yeah. Well, he had just lost like a, like a close personal friend of his too, which was also like, particularly like emotional and raw Allen Iverson was damn it. I wish sometimes when you say that I, I, I know you were going damn for it. it. You're going for it. No, I was I like going for it. I was feeling it, bro. What's your number three? My sure. number three. Do you remember the Bart Scott interview with Sal Palantonio Monday night football? He's running around the field comes up. It's it, he ends with the can't wait. You know what I mean? That one. <laughs> where, where, uh, uh, but it's great. Cause he's running around there and he's like, uh, Oh, oh shit. What's the like bo- uh, Boomer and Tom from Sunday Night Football? He's like, thanks yeah. for standing by with us, Keyshawn. Thanks for standing <laughs> with us. Thanks for picking us. Can't the other team, we're 27, they're 27th ring defense, and they can't stop a step, can't stop a nosebleed. And then Dallas Hill Palantonio is like backing away and like, can't say, he's like, good luck with you. See you in, uh, see you in Pittsburgh. And he's like, can't wait. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I do, I do like the ones that are, uh, like the, the interviewer you can see the look in their face that they're almost like like we had it with uh what was it aaron andrews with um with richard sherman, sherman. yeah yeah richard yeah. sherman like going crazy yeah that, that didn't make my list because it seemed like a little stage uh all right my number three is not stage but it was just like the that false bravado like being really excited and like kind of like trying to grab a sound by it's like calm down calm down sir um all right manning on uh vanderjet uh following a playoff loss oh in- yes this is great yeah, so vanderjet um so following the playoff loss, like Vanderjet, the kicker does like an interview and he's just like, he basically expressed doubt that he doesn't think that Peyton Manning, the combination of Peyton Manning and Tony Dungy can get them to win a Super Bowl, which we, <laughs> we saw how that pulled it out. And he's asked about it at the Pro Bowl, like a Peyton yes. Manning. And Peyton Manning's going, it's like, here we are, I'm out. Here we are. I'm out my third Pro Bowl. I'm about to go throw a touchdown to Jerry Rice, who we're honoring the Hall of Fame. We're talking about our idiot kicker who got liquored up and ran his mouth. The sad thing is he's a good kicker. He's a good kicker, but he's an idiot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I remember watching this in real time. Oh, you saw it? Yes, oh. I remember this. Like, whoa, that was a wild thing. Yeah, this it was a like, I, Yeah, I love when it was, it was just like, our, what, did, what did he say, the kicker? Our idiot kicker. Yeah, I got liquored yeah. up. <laughs> got liquored up. Ball. Yeah, yeah, that was nuts. Because you don't, you, that, that was so like, unaccustomed for a paint manning plus to like sit there and be like yeah he's a drunk and fucking started shooting his mouth yeah it's like i mean like i just i kind of like that in a leader too where he wasn't just like you know deferring or i mean there is that little blue roll of silence but obviously that was broken by the kicker so he's just like yeah like he's 
but kicker's a drunk. I think the kicker ended up being, was like, I think he kind of agreed with him. He's just like, yeah, there's, there's, yeah. Well, and it's, it shows such the great like hierarchy of like the NFL. It's like kickers are kickers, fucking shut your mouth. And, and I am the fucking quarterback. Yeah. Uh, I love it. Uh, my number two, uh, the head coach of Oklahoma State football, Mike Gundy, going off on a tirade when a reporter was kind of beaten down on, you got this too? Yeah, that's your number two. Buddy. Yeah, I'm a man. I'm 40. I'm 40. Come after me. You want to come? You come to someone? Come after me. I mean, it has everything lined up we wanted. We wanted a coach losing their fucking cool. Yeah. We wanted something that's just like obviously he didn't plan on saying that. Like it's all like it's definitely aggro. Yeah. It's not specifically how aggro. It's just like I'm 40. It's just like or copy that. You're grown man. So like you want to fight outside. Like not sure, but his face is like beet red. Like oh, it's yeah. it's one thousand percent perfect. It's yeah, he's got the visor, the fucking flowing mullet coming from it. It's classic. It's it's amazing. All right, I'm gonna guess your number one for the victory. Oh, yes. Is it well, this is a pretty popular one, so it might go against you not counting Denny Green or our boy Alan Iverson. Do you go um Jim Mora? We talk about practice or no, 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 I didn't do that for that exact reason. Damn it. That's the one I should have gone with, but I thought that's what you were going to go with because it's NFL. Right. Fuck. No, I okay. went with one Mr. Mike Tyson, who has had a bevy of losing oh, his shits. God. That's right. I'm talking about when he's being interviewed in the ring post a fight. He Eat, eat your children? Yes. This yeah. is the one. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. I want your heart. I want to eat, his, eat your children. Praise be Allah. <laughs> and it walks off it's fucking nuts but there's a whole lead up to that where you can see he's getting like agitated and that was a scary thing about uh mike tyson is is he would get like worked up and then he would snap and hit this and he still has that trigger today i think we posted it on our ig at mab underscore sports where he was like walking and remember chad johnson did the did the celebrity boxing like the undercard recently yeah and he was walking in there and Chad Johnson had like some guy like with like an iPhone filming for like content and they were talking and Mike Tyson like just caught out of the side of his eye that there was some guy that didn't probably didn't seem like he was supposed to be there with an iPhone filming and immediately turns and I was like, hey, my man, what are you doing here? And like Chad just like, whoa, 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 whoa. Mike, it's cool. He's with me. He's like, oh man, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But he, he was just like that. And I, I, it's always so scary to watch a Mike Tyson fucking interview. Yeah. So I'll yell. Um, I'm going to give you the victory on that. Cause it's funny. Like you can't lose them all that um, cousin Sal wrote that book. Like just some of his gambling stories. I haven't yeah. talked about this in the pod, but he talks no. about Mike Tyson. Like, cause he had a segment, I guess on Jimmy Kimmel where it was like um, pillow fighting with like um Sal oh, like they got different people to do it and he really tried to talk to Mike Tyson Mike Tyson was like no man I, I, I don't want to do it he's just like no please do it. it'll be funny he's just like no like trust me like I'll just like I'll kind of go black like all of a sudden if you hit me and then I'll just freak out and I'll start hitting you and it's like he tells it he's just like Mike Tyson told, told that in like such a believable way it was like this is almost like a condition of his where he's just like no problem scratch the segment <laughs> we're not we're not doing it, not doing it. So, uh, it's so amazing man ah. Uh. We should uh, that that that's an amazing thing. We should talk more about Mike Tyson because there's limitless stories. Oh, thousand percent. Uh, all right, buddy. Well, I'm definitely going to give you that since you guessed the number one good one. Thanks for sending that in. That was from email of the year, three years in a row. That's right. Thanks, bro. Nice. Um, nice all right, guys. It may be sports podcast episode 174. That was a strong hour of power, bro. Very strong. Very strong, my friend. Very strong. The power is strong. Um, all right, MVP of the week. I'm going with Justin James. Uh, Hear about this? Hear about this? Hear about this? Hear about this? MMA fighter uh, bets the purse for him and his coaches the full 25K on himself to win, loses by decision. Oh. I want to give the MVP because that takes stones. I like people that bet on themselves. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, so you still rocked it. So Hey, we'll we'll, we'll Venmo you a couple ducats. Yeah, (laughs) it won't be the full 25K. No, 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 definitely not. No, no, no. We'll barely... Barely might be twenty five dollars. <laughs> twenty five bucks. Put us each down. Each down. Twelve fifty. Fifty cents. Who's your MVP, buddy? Uh, I'm gonna go with John Rom, Ram, Rom. Uh, and and I think last podcast I butchered his name, called him John Ham. Yeah. Sorry. 
you're good uh <laughs> comes back after the covid uh dq comes back when's the u.s open so not yeah, not a bad right, thing yeah. oh you so touched me about that okay. yeah, yeah yeah i was like oh look at that guy so good on you john i, I didn't realize it was spanish i didn't know that he was spaniard from he went to arizona state it's very weird yeah out there we've been talking a lot we're dangerously close to making that a golf segment guys it may be sports podcast shoot us an email it may be sports podcast at gmail.com i am brandana once you sign yourself off most awesome podcast this is the time where brandana puts me back in my box and next time when he conjures me up he has to say maybe i'm a high maybe potty ho <laughs> Runway, style, fame, she likes fashion.